welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Satan, the devil, he is a liar. And by the way, he's very, very good at it. Listen to what Jesus said about him as he's talking to the religious leaders of his day in John chapter 8, verse 44. You are of your father, the devil. Wow, (laughs) that's a tough one, wasn't it, to be saying to religious leaders. And you want to do the desires of your father, the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Wow, that's what Jesus said about Satan, the devil. He's a liar. He is a liar in and of his own nature. He is the father of lies, the the one that invented lies. Well, from the very, very beginning of time, all the way back to what is recorded in the book of Genesis. Satan's M.O., his mode of operation, has been deception and distortion. There's no doubt about that. And I want to tell you, I believe you know this already, the lies of Satan are proliferating our culture. We are just filled with the lies of Satan. And spiritually blind people, spiritually dead people, those that are far from God, those that are still separated from God by their sins, they easily buy into the lie. That's that's what they know. And, you know, we need to have uh, compassion and concern and love for them. Uh, They need the gospel. They don't need us beating up on them and bashing them. They need the gospel because they have been fooled by the devil. And I don't care how intelligent they are. There are many very intelligent people. This is not an intellectual put down. But their heart, the Bible is very clear, their heart is darkened. And, uh, and they are dead, separated from God in their sins. And so it's easy to buy in. On the other hand, those of us who claim to be true followers of Jesus Christ, we should be able to recognize the lies of Satan. We should be prepared to know what deception is, his deception, his distortion, his distortion is, and how we recognize that is with God's truth. God's truth is there for us to see. I I want to take us back to the very beginning of God's truth because God's truth is the Bible. The Bible doesn't contain God's truth. The Bible flat out is God's truth, and we start where we should start, right at the beginning, in the book of beginnings in Genesis, and in Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 28, and chapter 2, verses 22 to 25, we have some very, very, very important uh, truth. You see, um, when you go to Genesis, to the beginning, uh, there God is setting uh, the foundation of human existence, of society. God is setting boundaries right from the start, His boundaries. And we have to understand that in order to appreciate what's going on in our society. So let's just listen to what the Word of God says here in Genesis chapter 1. Verses 26 to 28. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. 
God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And then, next chapter over, Genesis chapter 2, verses 22 to 25, say this, The Lord God fashioned into woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. For this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And then, verse 25 says, And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. In other words, they were sinless. They, they were pure, just the way God had created them. But then that rolls right into chapter 3, verse 1, where enter Satan, who had uh, inhabited the serpent, and Satan comes in with his lies. Uh, to, and, and there it is, the very beginning of, of, the, of the great deception that has just gone on and on and multiplied to this very day. Now, in these passages that I just read, there are two very clear foundational truths, and I want you to hear them. Two of them. Foundational truth number one, God made two, two. And only two genders. I want to say it again. God made two and only two genders. And then the second foundational truth in these verses is this. Marriage is directly tied to those two genders. Marriage is directly tied to those two genders. So what we see going on around us in common culture today is anything but what I just read in Genesis. And what we see going on in common culture today is honestly a direct frontal attack, assault on God and on His truth. It's nothing more than that. Now, I know that there are many people that are caught up in, in, uh, in what culture is saying and teaching, and, and there are individuals that, that aren't fully aware of that fact. Again, those that are dead in their sins, those that are dead in their sins uh, don't know. But who I am talking to primarily today are those that claim to be followers of Christ. We need to know and we need to know for a couple of reasons. Look, this is not about bashing and attacking people. I, I don't want to do that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting to be an older guy. I, I don't want to fight. I don't want to be mean and ugly. And, and I see plenty of that in social media, meanness and ugliness. And I'm talking about coming from people that claim to be Christ followers. Don't want to bash and attack people. People like that need compassion. There are many hurting people uh, that are confused about gender and this whole gender business. There are many uh, hurting and, and confused people in, um, in the LGBTQ movement. And I'm not here to bash those people or attack, the, attack them. I'm here to give followers of Christ 
what God says about these matters, and I am praying that out of that we will have our heads and hearts together and understand and not be swept up in the lies of culture, and be able to give an answer, a reason, and be able to share the gospel lovingly but boldly, the truth of God's Word, that that's the only thing that can set, set people free. And we want us to be, uh, us being those of us who are followers of Christ, to be pre- be prepared. So, so you see here in Genesis chapter one, gender confusion is addressed, and it's addressed clearly. It says that God made man, humankind, mankind, in His own image. Now that was, uh, for example, uh, verses in contrast to the animals. The animals, we love animals, you know, many of us are pet lovers and have pets, but they're not made in God's image. To be made in God's image uh, means several things, but one is we have those moral characteristics or the possibility of it. We have the uh, ability to to uh, logically interact and... and um, at a level that the animals don't have the ability to do. We have that uh, ability to have that spiritual connection through Jesus Christ, that spiritual connection to God. So we're created in God's image, but he didn't stop there. He said that he created us male and female. So um, uh, men are created in the image of God. Women are created in the image of God. We are that and, and God didn't add a, a third possibility to genders. Now, I, I, I know that um, there are people out there that are, that are uh, confused, uh, that, that have certain tendencies, and, and why? Did God make them that way? Let me tell you, when Adam and Eve sinned, and, and sin brought the curse on all of us, on all of society, we are all, in some way, subjected to the consequences of, of sin that permeates our culture, our society. And those consequences, the curse that we live under now, uh, brings sickness and disease and, and all kinds of bad things, and none of us are uh, immune from that. Uh, people get cancer. Um, uh, people get hurt by bad actions of other people. And, and people have things going on inside of them that, that changes them as well. And so uh, it's, it's a result of the curse. But let me tell you, uh, this whole thing about changing z- genders, it is absolutely a biological impossibility. What God made you, you are. Now, you can, uh, a man can uh, go and get operated on, and he can become a feminized male. A woman can go and take a therapy and so on can, and become a masculinized female. But that's all they are. They do not change genders. They do not biologically change sex at the very core of who they are. God has made two genders and two genders only. Now, why did he do that? Well, uh, it's, it's addressed there, and not only in Genesis 1, but in Genesis 2, God made two genders for the purpose of marriage. He made it very clear that He brought man and woman, not two men and not two women. 
And I say that again with with uh, gentleness and compassion, but I have to proclaim the truth. God made man and woman. He brought them together for the purpose of multiplying and filling the earth and, and ruling over the earth, subduing it. Those were the words right there. For this reason, a man shall leave his wife, his husband, his uh, parents, I'm sorry, father and mother, and shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. And God said, then you go and you multiply and you fill the earth. That was God's original plan. Even before the fall, God wanted to fill the earth with human beings, and at that point in the game, immortal human beings. Before sin came and brought death on all of us, and so um, let's just say that uh, that that when when anything else that looks like that that doesn't look like that is is counterfeit. It's not a part of God's plan. And see, Satan is really good. He comes in and says, "Oh, be be loving and be kind and just accept everything." And by the way, the agenda today is not uh, is not uh, affirmation and acceptance alone. Uh, it is not acceptance alone. Uh, we are uh, told that we need to buy in. If we don't buy in, we're on the wrong side, and we're we're unloving, and it's hate and that kind of thing. And that's exactly what the enemy does. And I want to say to you, it's not hate to tell the truth. There are many people deep inside that are hurting in these movements. I wish I had the time on today's podcast, but I don't, to, to give examples about that. But I'm going to try in the comments as I post this to social media to give a couple of possible resources. Let me just close out this podcast by saying that Jesus affirmed all that I'm saying. Uh, he went right back to Genesis. If you look in Matthew chapter 19, verses 3 to 6, Jesus said, haven't you heard from the beginning that God made them? And God God put them together, and so God, uh, so Jesus reaffirmed uh, the two genders and marriage in that way, with a man and a woman, one man, one woman, for one lifetime. That's God's plan. Well, if you're hurting today, if you're confused, um, if you are are one of those that's caught up in something that I've talked about today, I want to tell you that Jesus loves you and I love you. And I want to tell you that this is not intended as an attack on you. There's hope and there's help for you. If you'll just reach out, you can find help in Jesus. Jesus can heal and He can change and He can He's changing all of us who are followers of Christ. And He can change you too. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.